0: This is Talk Soup, a podcast that listens to superintendents. I'm your host, Monica brady Myrov. I'm a public radio reporter and the founder of ListenWise, an ed tech tool for middle and high school students that uses public radio to build student listening skills. It also helps English learners acquire academic language with rigorous listening practice. Check it out for free at ListenWise.com. In this episode, we talk to Dr. Martin Rex Kedziora, Superintendent of Moreno Valley Unified School District. In this conversation, you'll hear that Dr. Kedziora spends time in schools, asking students what he can do better, and they respond. They email me at night
1: and they say, Dr. Kedziora, our teacher is not showing excellence on purpose.
0: And you'll learn something that happened to Dr. Kedziora in the first grade that helped him understand and respect children and shaped his identity.
1: She said to me, what do you want to be called? And I said, I want to be called by name, and she got really upset with me.
0: First, Dr. Kedziora tells me about his biggest priorities. The
1: biggest one is the, um, the socioeconomic
0: factors. And
1: that, that really drives the priorities because uh, one of the things I do know is that when students have access and opportunity to do things, they do better. And they also, um, you know, it, it makes them feel more confident and capable because they have exposure to different activities. So uh, for instance, yesterday we had, a, we had four schools that were competing in national or the state history day in Sacramento. Well, two of our schools, two of our groups that were there from Valley View High School are going to the national championship, the national in in Maryland. So that is one of the priorities because the more students get opportunities like that, the more they realize that zip code, circumstance, uh, you know, their parents, you know, economic circumstances don't drive what they get to do. It's their personal belief and passion their their connection to the learning that makes them uh, do better and be more confident in in college and 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 as they move forward through life
0: and and tell me about the work you're doing to close the achievement gap you know what you've spoken about is ways to Um, treat students and give them opportunities, but what are some of the programs you're using in the schools that really get at this achievement gap?
1: Well one of the things we're trying to do is is give more equity in our schools. Like one of the things when I became superintendent, principals always said that I uh, complimented uh, Valley View High School and Vista Heights Middle School all the time. Well I said to them, why am I complimenting them? Because their kids are you know, doing well. They're, they're, they're participating in all the extracurricular activities. So one of the things we did this year is we expected every school to have a science fair. And we hadn't done that before. But not just a science fair, a science and engineering fair. Because of next generation science standards, we wanted students to have d- more opportunity in, in doing projects and performance. Because we know the more authentic their learning is, the more connected they are to it. And so we had uh, over 30 students go on to the county from our uh, district science fair. And we had every school participate in the district science fair. And we had over, uh, I think it was between 200 and 300 entries. And, uh, you know, that's significant because uh, we didn't have every school before. So we're expecting every school to do things. And we're hosting those events within our district. Like, for instance, the National History Day project, the county has been hosting them at high schools and other districts. Well, we're hosting that in our own district now for the county. And part of that is is to give our students opportunity to see different projects that are done by all over the county, but for them to be exposed to that and for them to say, I can do that, or I can be part of that, which is what's happening. So we're looking at ways to uh, make sure that they they get to participate in lots of different activities and projects but with support you know we're not letting them just go do these things without support
0: yeah that, that sounds amazing what an incredible participation rate what, what is it that you know about these students and these socioeconomically disadvantaged students and their abilities that you think others might not know
1: well I think when I came here uh, our graduation rate was about 65 percent and I live here in Merino Valley and so I had never worked here before and that was eight years ago and when I came here I, I called each principal in and I spoke to them and I said why is our graduation rate so low and they said well you know it is Merino Valley don't you and I said yeah I live here and they go did you just move here and I go no I've I've always lived here but I think there was this feeling of that uh, these students or our children didn't want to do better but actually it was the adults who needed to make sure they do better not the kids because the kids will do whatever we ask them to do and i i meet kids all the time i'm very visible in schools and they know me and i always ask kids you know what are you learning how what, what can i help you with and they tell me they email me at night And they say, Dr. Kedziora, our teacher is not showing excellence on purpose. But I like that they're watching that and they know that's our district slogan, that we have excellence on purpose.
0: So you'll get emails from students at night telling you that, you know, teachers aren't living up to the standards you set?
1: Yeah, uh I do. And they say, "Please, please visit my classroom, Dr. Kedziora. Now that says something to me because they, they have seen what I, you know, you know they, they watch me, they mo- I model, you know, these things. I, I'm very, you know, I'm very down to earth, but I'm also, they know when I have a program or something that they're involved in that it's, it's to a higher level. So they, they, they make sure I know that when something's not to the standard that I think it should be, and, and they let me know. But that doesn't just happen, you know, once in a while it happens all the time with them so but people don't realize that they want they they want this excellence they want to have that at their school they they like that someone notices that that when they when they bring something to my attention i go personally meet with them in the principal's office and i sit down with them and they're always like i didn't think you were going to come over here and meet me you know but it it says something you know
0: And, and tell me about your education story when did somebody shine a light on you and tell you to be excellent?
1: When I was in school in the South, uh, they, I never knew there was anything else to do. Uh, I didn't know that you could not do something. And so I think that you, when, when you go to school, you know, the children, and I see it in classrooms here, there are certain classrooms where it happens more than others, but children, uh, when, they're, when they're put in an environment and they see that you know everyone expects us to do this and they're going to help us get there they just do it so that's what it was like for me in school i didn't know i had a choice telling kids we're proud of them is very important for whatever they do and when i say that to them, I say i'm really proud of you they always go you are <laughs> and i say yes i am and i just think that's so important because um the more you know people feel valued the more they feel connected and the more they'll, the more they'll do for themselves, in order to get where they need to go. But you know, beating them up and telling them they, you know, they don't have. Like I don't even like saying, that we have, you know, eighty-three percent, you know, low-income children. I like to say we have eighty-three percent of children who need additional opportunities and uh, resources to support them, and we want to help them as much as we can. And uh, you know, that's what I want people to know is that um, you know, p- children they know your heart, and they feel what you feel.
0: All right, now it's time I'm gonna take out my big talk questions and let's see. What is your earliest memory of achievement?
1: Well, I think it was probably in the first grade. Uh, My earliest memory of achievement was in the first grade because I have a last name and a first name that's very difficult. And uh, the teacher was very difficult. And she said to me, what do you wanna be called? And I said, I want to be called by name, and she got really upset with me. And, you know, my parents got upset too because they said, you know, that's the teacher. You should just say what you want to be called. I thought, well, I want to be called by name. But why I say that because I really felt a strong sense of identity about my name, and it has made me understand children today better because of that early experience. But I knew that in order to achieve, and I didn't know this, I'm saying it different than I said when I was six years old, but I I knew that in order to achieve and to do better, you had to be comfortable with who you were, and you had to be comfortable with your name and your identity.
0: His first grade teacher called him Rex and said that's what he'd be called that year. Martin Rex says his name comes from his father's Polish heritage. You've been listening to Talk Soup, That's Superintendent Dr. Martin Rex Kedziora of Moreno Valley Unified School District. I'm Monica Brady-Meyerov of ListenWise, a tool that helps improve student listening skills using podcasts and public radio. You can sign up for free at ListenWise.com. Thanks for listening.